Welcome back, everybody. How's everybody doing? It's been a little while. It's been a little ways. Hope you guys have been doing all right. I got ourselves a little episode here today of Street Sharks. Good old classic Street Sharks. 90s cartoon. Can't go wrong with an episode of Street Sharks, right? So let's go ahead and cue it up. This is Season 3, Episode 10. Um, I'll explain a little bit. Uh, the dilemma because I went on Kijiji, it's not, not Kijiji, but um, Wikipedia, and they have the episode listed on season two, episode 10. So I'm just, I'm just trying to figure that out. But if you can figure it out, it's Close Encounters of the Shark Kind. That's the one we're looking for. Now go ahead and cue yourself up. I'm going to start it up here in three, two, one, play. Oh, that's a little loud. So we got the intro playing right now. Good old Street Sharks. A show I probably haven't watched in a good while. I mean, probably about f within the last five years. I'd say five years ago is the last time I watched an episode. I don't remember any real episode of Street Sharks because the last time I watched when I cared about the show was when I was in grade one kindergarten, right around that time. But I just remember the show being super cool, amazing. It still is pretty cool. It's a very nice concept. If they brought the show back, if, if, if they did bring the show back, or if they're planning to bring the show back, you guys got to let me know, all right? Because uh, I won't watch it. <laughs> no, I'll give it an episode. You know? Give it an episode or two. But the main idea is that this is definitely a 90s show, right? You know, the buffed-up character just ripping shit up. This is, this is These are great characters. These are great heroes. Street Jacks. Yeah, here we go. See, they play rock and roll music, flying through space. Close Encounters of the Shark Kind, written by Jeff Quinty, Quincy, something like that. It went too fast. Yeah, there's a good old moon. Oh! No, that's not the moon. That's planet Earth. Kind of look like the moon. Piece of space junk just flying through the atmosphere. There's a, what the, there's a street shark on there. No, hang on a sec. Hang on a sec. That looked like... That, it looked like a street shark variety, right? But I don't think it was. I think, I think that's an alien street shark. <laughs> He's not from these streets, anyway. Oh, it's just good to be back. It's been a while. It's been a while since I did an episode, a podcast. Been working on other stuff, other things, and I just really haven't been in the zone to, to do a podcast, but it just it feels good right now. On uh, tonight of all nights, what is it, Thursday night? It's a, good, it's a nice night to do it on a Thursday night. Well, it's Thursday morning, actually. It's Wednesday night, Thursday morning. It'll be Friday tomorrow. But uh, we're in the wee hours right now, 12.30, Thursday morning. Doesn't get better than that, right? And I'm glad you guys can stop by and watch a little episode of Street Sharks. Yeah, just reminisce, right? Like like all the other fucking episodes we do. And this one here just so happens to be Street Sharks. Just because, I don't know, I saw it, I thought about it, and I said, you know, I, I actually thought we did an episode of Street Sharks a little way back, but we didn't. I might have actually recorded an episode and never put it up, but I said, you know what, let's start fresh, let's do another one, see what happens. So right now they're having some burgers. The boys are eating the grub. Who the hell is that? Oh, that's right. Totally forgot about the show. <coughs> Excuse me. I completely forgot about the show. They're regular dudes, right? They're regular dudes and they transform. Is that the gist of it, or are they always street sharks? Let's look it up. You have questions, you need answers. So just to get back, hang on, before I get into that, just want to clarify the episode. Like, if you go on Kijiji, if you, sorry, Kijiji, yeah, if you go on Kijiji right now, street sharks are on sale. 
Season two. Okay, it says right here on Wikipedia, season two, number overall 23, okay? And number in the season is 10. And it says Close Encounters of the Shark Kind. Aha, written by Jeff Quitney. The words are a little bit backwards. I don't know. Sorry, Mr. Quitney. Man to Man returns to Earth to help the street sharks fight the energy-draining alien. Okay, so Man to Man, that was Man to Man we saw on that on that satellite. It looked like a street shark, right? But he returns to, to Earth. Okay, I see I'm not familiar with the character, so Man to Man must be a reoccurring character or something. So there's an alien. There's an alien that's trying to drain some energy. I think I saw, oh yeah, there you go, Earth's electricity, which survived the space station's Space Station's destruction in Space Sharks. Oh, there's an episode of Space Sharks. Okay, okay. And if you look here, the episode after Close Encounters of the Shark Kind, there's an episode 11 right there called Satellite Sharks. I wonder if they have anything to do with each other. Well, let's take a peek. No, I don't think so. Wouldn't it be cool? Isn't that ironic? The next episode after is Satellite Sharks? But anyways... So my understanding in this episode, folks, is that something's coming to Earth to drain some tricity, and uh, Manta Shark is coming down to help. I That's a little confusing, because this whole time I thought that Manta guy was a bad guy. But it's confusing for people who don't know the fucking show, obviously, right? So, Yeah, that's my favorite character, that guy. <laughs> he looks, so, he looks pretty, uh, pretty buff. He looks like a Chad. What's up, bro? Hammerhead Shark's pretty cool, too. Now... Oh yeah, I remember this. One of, that street shark has fucking cowboy boots on. That's rad. That's pretty cool. Just a cool character design, like a just a great '90s character. If you have to take pick your favorite '90s character, cartoon characters, persona, drawn caricatures, uh, what's it going to be for you? I gotta go with one of the street sharks. I don't know which one. Probably the one with the that guy right there. The guy with the cowboy boots. Cow. What's his name? Oh man. The guy in the back that, um, I want to say, that guy right there with the pants, the rollerblades, the green the green pants. He looks more badass. He looks more threatening, menacing. But just something about the guy with the cowboy boots, a shark in cowboy boots with them, with them jeans, just going around the desert with no water. Tough motherfucker. That's, that's what that is. Oh, speaking of dumb motherfucker, here's the army. They're coming to get you. Are they after the street sharks or are they after that alien? Oh, here he is. Manta Sharks in town. So, yeah, it's a little bit misleading when you see the episode the way it's labeled like that. But bottom line, we're watching Close Encounters of the Shark Kind. Or what was it? Close Encounters of the Street Shark? Ah, fuck, I don't remember. Close Encounters of the Shark Kind. Get it right. There we go. So this came out on March 12, 1995. Now, for those of you that were born out there, what were you doing back in March in 95? Let me try and remember. Now, I would have been, like I said, I would have been in elementary school, grade one, kindergarten. And the very first show that was really a mainstream fad back then for myself that I that I can remember was Power Rangers. And it didn't last very long because you think in 94 on, y, well, for my case, when YTV played it, it only played it for like maybe a half a season or a season, deemed it too violent, took it off. And then gave us a big dose of street sharks. Why? Because it's cartoons, and cartoons, you can get away with anything, right? Get away with murder in cartoons. God forbid you fight a clay with some, you know. There was never any blood in Power Rangers. Everything just had sparks. If you hit the clays or if you hit 
anything. It just sparks flew. Everybody's made of robots. So Street Sharks comes on. It's on the, you know, I, and like I said, I never watched an episode. Even when I was younger, I maybe saw one or two episodes, glimpses of an episode. But where it really stuck with me, and uh, I don't know if it did for you guys, but the toys. It was basically the toys. The toys were just so detailed. They were really cool. The way they they were f- like these rubbery, you could move them. Like their, uh, ha- you know, their hands would move really nicely. The, the mouth would open nice and wide. The, the, the teeth. I remember one of my buddies lent me one. You know, to bring it home, hang and play with it, whatever. You don't see that much, you know, these days. But buddy of mine, he lent it to me. I brought it home, played with it. I had a great time, but never got one. I honestly never got a Street Shark toy, something I really wanted to have. But just think about that. For a kid that barely saw an episode of Street Sharks growing up, just to, just the fact that I remember the show in itself. And, and when I say remember the show, I mean this thing played grade one. Yeah, it would have been grade one kindergarten, right around there. I want to say grade one. And the only memory I have of the show is the toy. And the toy was so good, so detailed. And a lot of kids had them, but they were big. I would say they were about, you know, just under a foot in height. And big enough to to be a nice mantelpiece. You just put it there, it would stand on its own. Uh, I seem to remember the rollerblader one. You could, you know, kind of push it, it would roll. I, I, I don't remember. But... I do remember the toy being really detailed, really cool, really menacing looking, like a, a, a the perfect toy for a for for a four or five year old, a six year old, right? <laughs> no, it's the perfect toy for a kid in the nineties. Can't go wrong with a toy like that, and just the fact that it had such an imprint on my mind and uh, left a an everlasting mark. I figured, you know, why not? Why not watch an episode of Street Sharks? If that makes any fucking sense. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> There's Manta, Manta Shark. He came to hang out. Let's just get a get a look at the characters here for a sec and see who they are, the characters. So the Bolton family, you got Ripster. He's voiced by Lee Tokar. And then you got Jab, voiced by Matt Hill. Then you got Streaks, S-T-R-E-E-X. That's a cool name. That's probably the coolest name for now, so far. And that's voiced by Andrew Rennells. Robert Bobby Bolton Jr. <laughs> okay. And then you got Big Slamu. Play on words there. Not bad. Voiced by D. Kevin Williams. Not the, but D. Kevin Williams. And then you've got Dr. Robert Bolton. Kevin Williams voices him as well. And then you've got Sir Thomas Bolton. Hmm. An ancestor of the protagonists. Who was encountered in the episode Sir Sharks a lot? I love the puns in this. This is awesome. This is such a '90s show. I mean, even the rollerblading aspect of it, the the fucking bulkiness of the characters, overly bulky. Take any animal, give him a fucking bicep, and he's good to go, right? Throw, make it into a '90s cartoon. Now, when I see this show, <coughs> pardon me. When I see this show, the first thing I, I think of. I don't know about you guys, but the first thing I think of is Biker Mice from Mars. I just feel like this is Biker Mice, but with sharks. But if you had to kind of mesh the two worlds together, I think it would work. I think Biker Mice and Street Shark can make a collaborative show. Something, you know, something along those lines. But, like, mice aren't that menacing, right? But Biker Mice, make them, make them street, street gang, Biker Street, street gang, you know, resembling 
and uh, and you got yourself a cartoon, another '90s cartoon. Like I said, anything goes in the '90s. That's that's what was beautiful about it. You didn't ask questions. You just went with the the look of the characters, and the look of the characters did did wonders. And uh, and for myself, that's the way I see it, and that's why this show still has an imprint in my brain. Like I'm watching the episode, but I honestly. I'm not. I'm not the biggest fan of Street Sharks in that, in the, in the sense of the plot and the, the, whatever the characters and all that. But I can definitely appreciate the overall aspect of this, this universe, this world of, you know, mutant teenagers. I guess, if you will. Yeah, I guess you can put them in the Ninja Turtle category in a way. Mutant, uh, mutant human beings that transform into some freak accident and turn into these science projects that are really cool. I bet how m- there's probably street sharks out there, right? I mean, it's, uh, we're talking about this episode right here, Close Encounters of the Shark Kind, about aliens, right? Kind of fitting for the current times we have right now. Thank you, Mr. President. But at the end of the day, I mean, who's to say that they didn't experiment with shit like this, you know? Splicing shark DNA with good old biker gang DNA and made the perfect combination. Wouldn't surprise me. Be fucking scary as shit. If you saw a street truck, and think about it. If you saw a street truck in real life, you'd you'd, you'd fucking it'd be over. It'd be it'd probably be a glorious way to go. <laughs> Not gonna lie, getting ripped apart by a street truck. But um, yeah, you'd probably have a million questions. I I know I would. Number one is uh, how are you breathing out of water? <laughs> and the best okay, that was the other thing about the show that was really cool, is when the street sharks are running around or traveling they go under the ground under the street right and their little fins are ripping through the street i mean put the word put the name street and street sharks oh look at that hang on a sec look at that little ship they're driving huh for a second there i thought they just made it out of trash but it is that a ship that they use often is that like the shark mobile their mode of transportation now I'm totally confused. So that, so that must be the guy coming to grab all the electricity from Earth. See the minor minor details, right? Oh, there's a there's a little montage video or some kind of. Hang on, let me see what this is. I I think it's just a short video, mon, short montage video of how they're gonna beat him or how they're gonna. Or the sequence and how this happens because we don't have time to animate all this so. Let's just show them snippets with a little music video on how the street sharks overcame their problems. Manta sharks there too. And the army. <laughs> We're collaborating together. <coughs> now get okay, let me take a look at the plot. I'm all over the place. I'm flipping all flipping all over here. So the Bolton family, then you got allies here, Lena Mac, Ben's Moby Lick. Ha. Huh, that's a good one. And then it's funny because on Wikipedia it says Moby Lick and right below two like a sentence below it, it says blowhole. So if you can't if you're dyslexic, it literally would say Moby Lick my blowhole. Oh, and then there's rocks. And there's President David Horn. President David Horn. El Suardo. Uh Manta Man. Okay, that's man. a flying dinosaur like alien specimen was found encased in stone. That must be him. Manta Man. That's a cool name. Manta Man. You know, I'm going to have a Manta Man with him. With Ma- I'm going to have a Manta Man with Manta Man. 
The Dino Avengers, uh, a military unit from an exoplanet inhabited by anthropomorphic dinosaurs. Mm-mm. Oh, and get this: their name. One of the na- their names are T Bone, Stags, Bullseye, and Spike. I mean, cool names. Antagonist: Doctor Luther Paradigm. Doctor Paradigm. Uh huh. So he's the main antagonist. Oh, there's tons of antagonists. So let's take a look here. We got three seasons of this show for a grand total of uh, 39 episodes. Is that right? Does that make sense? Yeah, 39. So this show came out in the United States in 95. Buena Vista Home Video, VHS, The Gene Slamming Begins. Just the puns in this, man. But it's the 90s. It's not just this show, obviously. It's the 90s. The 90s was tied with puns like you wouldn't fucking believe. Love it. Keep them coming. I wish we had a pun back, right? I wish they brought puns back. Or made puns. They don't have to be funny. They don't have to be clever. They just have to be puns. And people will just appreciate a good pun once in a while, right? Now, the big creator of the show is uh, Deke. Or Dick, depending on how you pronounce it. No, no, say it properly. It's Deke. Well, it's... uh, Yeah, seriously, it's Deke, right? You guys remember Deke? At the end of every show or whatever Deke production, there'd always be that little star in the window with the little bed. And I remember that that little their logo changing so much. Not, I, mean, I don't know about their logo, but the little the little bumper or animation they did at the end of those. They always changed, and then they always had that little little voice that would go Deke or Deke. It always changed. If you go on YouTube and you type Deke uh, Deke Entertainment or Deke, uh, you know, bumpers. You'll see the evolution of the the logo, the sound. I, I guess the guy who who made it wasn't satisfied at all. He just kept trying to change it, change it. <laughs> but now that company, I don't think they exist anymore. Let's take a look. Deke Entertainment, if that's what it's called. I think it's D-I-C. No, Deke. Yeah, Deke Entertainment. The Incredible World of Deke. That's right. I'm just looking at the logo. Is it just me, or does that look like the logo from Where in the World is Carmen San Diego? Oh, we're going down the rabbit hole today, folks. Where in the world? Where in the world is he? Where did he hide? Is... Carmen San Diego, another character you don't see anymore, right? That is, I feel like... Hang on, I'm getting sidetracked like crazy. Okay, no, I'm mistaken. I think it's just the way... Maybe the, the the way it was presented to me, I I had a Carmen San Diego book, and maybe I, w- I was looking at it while watching this show or something. I don't know. But the incredible world of Deke, Deke. Uh, they've been around a while. Okay, two thousand two. Okay, no no no, defunct in two thousand eight. Wow, two thousand eight. I'm actually surprised they lasted till two thousand eight. I would have said if I had to guess, I would have said two, early two thousands, end of the nineties. Yeah. Oh, they had a really cool uh, office. And it literally on their office, it, it was written, The Incredible World of Gayak. Okay. Back to Street Sharks, everybody. Right now, the boys are hanging out with Manta. Manta Shark. He's huge, man. I mean, Manta, Manta Shark came in from space on that satellite. You know, he had to really hope that satellite was going to crash on Earth. Otherwise, he would have kept flying through space, right? Physics in this. Who cares this shit? 
You could do a good abridged on this show. I'm pretty sure it would work. This, uh, you know, even clipping in, making it funny. Like, the way that guy's fucking standing, pl- touching the computer buttons is hilarious. He'd be like, get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> oh, so Mantis Shark can fly. Oh, never mind. So he's flying through space. He can just fly, fly anywhere. That's cool that they have other characters that bring in other units. I mean, they could have been really lazy with the show and just had the four characters. But reoccurring characters are always a fun thing with a with a cartoon series. And I, I think of I think of uh, Beast Wars. You know when Tiger Tigertron, the White Tiger Tigertron. Whenever he would come in the show, an episode, I'd be like, "Wow, this is a, this is amazing." This guy, you don't get to see this this um, transformer often, and when you do, it's a nice little treat. So I, I feel the same way when I when I see a cartoon and there's a character coming in and they're friends, and you can tell that they've you know done previous episodes together. We've worked together before in the past, and decided to bring him on along with us. He's huge. I mean, Magic Shark is huge. He's no small. He's biggins. I wonder if at the end they have to bid him farewell. Go back into fucking space. Ah, they're well drawn. Honestly, for... You know, there's a lot of 90s cartoons out there where the, a lot of the characters have just looked terrible. You know what it is? It's the human characters. You draw a human. Any show with a human... Not not, not this show. This human's pretty good. But I'm just saying, in general, when you see when you watch a 90s cartoon, the humans, like when you watch Spider-Man animated series, Peter Parker is just drawn terribly. Uh, that's my opinion. But I just find he's drawn terribly. Spider-Man is amazing. But in this show, I have no very little complaints with the animation, the way it's performed. Uh, the humans obviously are definitely the lower, you know, like look at the way they look there. But Street Sharks, top notch. Top notch show. Produced by Ron Harris. Hmm. That was a nice episode. Nice little, nice little treat right there. Fun little watch. Glad you guys stopped by. Those of you that stuck around this long, I appreciate that. Love you guys. Oh, it's good to be back in front of the mic. Hopefully, you can do some more episodes. I just haven't been uh, feeling up for it uh, in the last little while. I've been doing other stuff. I uh, uploaded a bunch more car, uh, commercials on the YouTube channel. And if you guys have a chance, go ahead and check those out. Uh, there's definitely more to come. There's a lot of stuff to be done. And uh, yeah, lots going on in the world. Hopefully, everybody out there is keeping their sanity. And watching some good cartoons in the process, right? So at the end of the day, uh, I want to thank you guys for stopping by. Honestly, I truly do appreciate it. And for all the support you guys do, I see the numbers are doing really good on the podcast. So it's kind of reassuring. It's encouraging. I want to keep doing this. I just want to keep in, you know, doing the little things I enjoy. I love sitting down, watching cartoons. Even if it's cartoons, like, I, I'll be honest. I usually like to sit down and watch cartoons that I, I'll watch, you know, like South Park, Samurai Jack. Uh, Dexter's not, but these these are cartoons I, I watch often, and I, um, I guess because it's comforting. But I do like to go out of my comfort zone and, and watch shows that I maybe have watched once or twice as a as a kid, uh, even shows I've never watched before. But I, I try, I try to be open minded and see different different shows as as many as as I possibly can, um, with the time I got. So it is a small little hobby of mine, and I'm trying to share it with you guys as well. Just bring some light on these old shows, because at the end of the day. They're going to keep making new stuff, but if you guys aren't really enjoying it, well, why not just get some exposure to some of the old stuff? It still has some merit to it. Uh, give it a, give it the old wink, the old eye vision on it. 
And you guys, uh, maybe who knows, maybe you guys are enjoy it and spark some imagination for yourself. And maybe you could be the next creator um, of some some show that you make based off the influences that you guys get here. So that's all that matters. As long as we're hanging out together, having a great time, and uh, trying to make the best and having a happy, happy, happy day. So with that being said, guys, thank you again for stopping by. Be sure to go on YouTube, subscribe, thumbs up, yes, all that shit. And we'll have a we'll have a sit down next time, all right? And uh, I'll be sure to bring uh, I'll be sure to bring some more stuff uh, next time around. So uh, with that being said, have a good night and uh, be safe out there. I love you guys. All right, bye bye.